0: Happy New Year everyone. Happy, happy, happy New Year. My name is Dr. Bundy and I am the wellness doctor. Some of you have followed me from my journey when I was only on YouTube, but I have some amazing news to share with you and that's that I have joined the podcast space. So I will still be in the YouTube space, but I just wanted to accommodate the guys who are um, into podcasts. So I will be putting my content out there in all the major podcast platforms that is um, Spotify, Google Cast, etc. So thank you for being here with me. I talk about mental health and wellness, and that's because I am a psychiatrist. um, And the thing is, Not only am I a psychiatrist, I also have had my own personal experiences with mental health challenges and struggles. You know, I have recently suffered from anxiety and insomnia, and I'll be sharing a little bit more of this um, specific experience in subsequent um, episodes, but for today, as the video is aptly titled, I wanted us to talk a little bit about 2021 and hence why. My video is titled, Watch This If 2021 Kicked Your Ass. (laughs) The thing is, I can't say I had a horrible year. I I feel like my year was split into two. The first half of the year. In fact, I think it was three quarter. The the first three quarter (laughs) of the year was a roller coaster. When I tell you I went through it, I feel like that part character developed me and i was like here um it was a lot and it was everything from my finances to my career life to school um because i don't know if i mentioned that i am currently at the tail end of my master's program for my psychiatry training um, it was a lot it was coming from everywhere and i was just like what can can like one thing go right for me but um somehow at the tail end of the year things looked up things looked up for me and i guess this is to say i'm I'm going to be speaking from um, a personal experience but also from what i've seen from a lot of my patients um who struggled in 2021 right so the video will be split into two and the first half of the video will be just talking about what can you do to make sure that things are a little bit different this year than they were than they were last year, right? So say for example you're like me and your your ass was kicked <laughs> on several fronts, say career or whatever. I don't want to go into what was horrible about 2021. I want us to start with what can we do this year to make sure that things um the things go a little bit better, and I'm looking down because I've written everything down. Shout out to Kike um, Kike Designs who have this amazing video planner notebooks, so it's it's helping me stay on track. <laughs> so the first thing that I would like us to do differently in 2022 is goal setting. So. There's a lot of information and resources out there as regards to goal setting. I feel like, especially in January, you will see a lot of content on goal setting. And that's beautiful and that's wonderful. And go for it. Do your vision boards. Get your notebooks. Write down your goals. That's all beautiful. And I support that. But here are a few things to do to make sure that goal setting doesn't stress you out. To make sure that you don't set goals that you eventually forget about by the time it's June, July. You don't even know what your goals were. So let me guide you on how to make um, goals that work for you. The first thing is take your time. Take your time to make your goals. You don't have to know what your goals are by the end of January. (laughs) It's not a must. Like You can still be setting your goals in February. There's no timeline. There's... This misconception that January is the month where you have to figure everything out in terms of your goals and your direction in this year, it's not. I personally have not even started. <laughs> I have not started. I, I, I kind of know the general like, direction I want to go with the year, but I've, I've not written down anything. I've not started on my vision board, and that's cool, okay? So take your time. The second thing in terms of goal setting that will really make uh, your 2022 easy and simple and light is set realistic simple goals set realistic simple goals we tend to complicate a lot when we're doing goal setting and i know this because last year i did um, a goal setting workshop for a group of people and i was just looking at some of their goals and I'm like this is such a complex deep-rooted thing break them up into tiny little bits and pieces you can have a goal like I want to graduate in 2022 that's so grand like do you want to maybe break it up and say um I want to make sure I have all my notes printed out so start by compiling your class notes you know do you actually have past papers? So maybe start by photocopying past papers. So literally, your goal for January could be make sure I collect as many past papers as I want. I mean, as I did. See how that's very different from I want to graduate in 2022. Like that's, that's heavy. Like, no, it's a beautiful goal, but it's heavy. Um, break your goals down. Simplify them simplify it can honestly be something as simple is as, uh, as simple as you know um, make my bed every day you know so set realistic um simple goals and the last point um in terms of goal setting is start with monthly goals so i've seen the common thing is to just set goals for 2022 and that's great But I am trying this year to think of it like month by month. In fact, even week by week. You know, life can be so overwhelming on so many fronts. I literally don't know what I will want in September. I I really, I feel like I have an idea. But for me to sit here and say I know what I will want in September or in October or in November, I don't know my situation in life. Maybe I won't even be in this country. Maybe I will not... Um, I guess what what I'm trying to say is let's start with just January or even let's start with this week. What do you need to do this week? Go week by week, set goals week by week, right? And that's goal setting. That was my point. Number one, point number two, in terms of, um, how you can do things better this year is to accept your situation. Now this one is Difficult. Because I know I'm a lot of you who follow me are dreamers like me. I'm a dreamer. I sit and dream about my ideal life. And literally, that's what vision boards are all about. You know, it's like futuristic and it's exciting, right? Wrong. <laughs> it's exciting, but it mounts a lot of pressure and... Um, Sometimes there's an escapism to that <clears throat> and here's what i mean let me let me let me explain what my point is accepting your situation um a lot of times we are running a lot of times we are running from the reality of things you know the reality of things is is so uh, let me put it this way um last year I was literally trying to do everything in terms of innovating and doing extra shifts and doing this and doing that and doing things on the side and hustling and I actually just had to sit down with myself um, and realize that number one I'm dropping the ball on so many things there's literally one job where I was messing things up so bad I was always constantly canceling and I can't do this and I have to cancel this and I can't show up today and I can't do it wasn't working it wasn't working um, running up and down and then sitting down with myself and realizing I'm not performing to the best of my capacity this even happened with a few of the social media campaigns that I was doing I was dropping the ball because I'm trying to do everything yeah and and it was so difficult to sit down and say (laughs) "Vundi, you can't do it all accept accepting that was hard but it was necessary because now one of the things that i'm trying to do in 2022 is to do one thing at a time i know Mm. we have this hustling culture and have this side hustle and do this and do that you know like boss boss babe kill it on every front but for me i think That's not working for me right now. I think for me right now, let me just do one thing at a time, right? If it's this job, let me just do this right now. Focus on that. Um, So accept your situation. Accept your situation in life. If that man has left you or if that woman has left you and they are moving on and they are seeing somebody else, stop forcing issues, stop daydreaming in your head, waiting for the day he'll come back, waiting for the day he'll call you. Um, The situation is he has left, you know, healing and um, moving on can't start when you're still hung up dreaming and fantasizing and romanticizing the past. Accept your situation. Tough one. It's it's necessary, all right? Number three is one of my favorite points, and um, it's simply learn to experience people. Learn the art of just experiencing people. So (laughs) this one has a lot to do with friendships, and I definitely will do an episode on friendships coming soon. And I realized I put unnecessary pressure on my friendships. You know, you kind of want... perfect friendship or you want the friends the friend that does this and you want your relationship to look like this and it's a very selfish and self-centered way to live and to exist you wanting your friends to be a particular way and you would enjoy your friendships and your relationships so much more if you just focused on experiencing people just just experience like I think I'll break it down in a future episode in terms of how this has really opened up um, my friendships and my relationships and how I just navigate friendships. Yeah. Um, It's less dramatic when you just actually just experience people. Right. We'll talk more on that. (laughs) We'll talk more on that. Um, But my point number four is another one that, um, hey, (laughs) another one I had to learn the hard way. Stop narrating your trauma. Ah, trauma. (laughs) Let's take it back. Let's take it back. Stop narrating your trauma over and over again. Hey, guys, that was me. That was me. Um, I've experienced some trauma in my past. And I realized it's starting to define me. Like That story is starting to be the thing that I tell, you know, when I'm having drinks with my girls and everybody's talking about something, I really like to narrate that story of how I went through this thing and how, you know, this person hurt me. And I, do you know, it got so toxic and until I just realized, actually, it was my, my, my spouse, my husband, who told me, like, can we just not, can we stop talking about this thing? Because it's getting ugly. Now you are become the person you you are becoming the person who is gossipy and negative and like it's not healthy to keep talking about a trauma unless it's with your therapist what's the point why do you keep retelling the story that was a hard one because we love to be the victim we really love to be the victim and notice i didn't say play the victim because i'm sure whatever trauma you've gone through it has actually hurt you and you know but unless you're talking to your therapist, it's not helping your healing to keep narrating your trauma. Okay? That was number who that was number one, two, three, four. Number five. Number five. You don't have to interact with every single thought that comes in your mind. In 2022, we need to learn to just observe our thoughts. It seems overly simplistic, but let me explain. Sometimes negative thoughts occur. That's very normal. Sometimes anxious thoughts occur or worrying thoughts occur. That's very normal. Sometimes thoughts of doubt come into our mind. That's normal. But you know what we do? We like to interact with every single thought that pops into your head. A thought comes into your head, oh, you're so dumb. And you're there, busy now, paying it attention, and you're now trying to investigate your past and remember certain events where you were dumb. Um, this is a practice that I learned from yoga and mindfulness, and you know, when a thought comes, whatever it may be—a negative one, an anxious one, a self-bashing thought. Don't interact with every single thought. It can literally just pop in your head, right? Like the example I gave earlier, like you're dumb. And just let that thought pass and move on. Don't interact with it. When memories want to flood and remind you of how much you think you're dumb, let it pass. Don't attach a feeling to it. Don't attach an action to it. Just let the thought come and go. It sounds easy, but honestly, when you start practicing it, Hey, hey, I started doing this at the end of the year when I was planning my wedding. And you know anxious thoughts. Why? If anybody has planned a wedding, you know what I'm talking about. All sorts of thoughts will come, will come into your mind when you're planning a wedding. It's going to rain. What if our dresses are not ready on time? What if there's not enough food? All those thoughts come. And you know you can literally start worrying and panicking and i started practicing this art just towards the tail end of my wedding planning i don't know why i didn't do it sooner and guys it has set me free from anxiety it has set me free like okay the thought has come okay bye next time you know like moving on um let me think about something else I don't have to interact with that thought it doesn't have to give me palpitations and anxiety because guess what you are in charge of that thought i won't dwell too much on that and i will move on um, to the last point point number six and point number six is have a spirit of gratitude have a spirit of gratitude because you know what it's very easy to dwell on the things that are going wrong in our lives and if you're not careful you will start to see yourself as if you're being discriminated and this point is tied into the earlier point of accepting your situation you know guys the thing is um suffering is part of life suffering is part of life you're not being discriminated against when something bad happens to you when you when you have a negative experience in this life and I'm really not playing down your situation don't get me wrong but you know it's part of life it's part of life and I've realized when you interact with older people when when you tell older people your problems have you ever noticed how they really just handle them with a sense of okay fine what next for example when i was uh, again <laughs> planning my wedding and i was calling my mom with every single situation that's going wrong um like when my traditional wedding function was ca- cancelled i've talked about this so much guys this is the last time i'm going to talk about it this is me narrating my trauma <laughs> but it's a good example so i called my mom and i'm like oh my god mom my function has been cancelled and she's like oh okay i'm um, sorry you know she said the sorry she reassured me that she's like okay fine so let's do this we need to call guys and i'm like mom like we need to sit in this situation for like five minutes and dwell and panic and she's like look this is not the last thing that will go wrong in this wedding planning process you guys that was such an eye-opener i was like what what do you mean she's like yeah like stuff will go wrong like and true to form so many other small things went wrong <laughs> So many things went wrong, guys. So many things went wrong. But with that spirit of anticipating and expecting that things could go wrong, like you're not this unicorn or angel whose life is just going to be smooth sailing, you know. Um, So when bad things happen, yes, feel it. I'm not saying don't feel, feel it. But don't um, wallow and feel like you're being discriminated against. And back to my point of gratitude, find something. There has to be something. Guys, there has to be something to be grateful for in your life. I don't know you personally, but find something to be grateful for. And every single day, wake up and be grateful for that one thing. It will distract you from thinking about what's wrong or what's bad or what's horrible. It will distract you from that. Find something to be grateful for. right so guys those are my six um things that i would advise you to do differently this year um yeah to ensure that you know 2022 doesn't kick your ass no matter what comes your way and i'd like to end this um episode with three affirmations because you know what guys there is always an affirmation for some for, for, for what you're going through. There is always an affirmation that can sort you out. So I'd like you to say this um, throughout your January, throughout your 2022. Number one, I'm not entitled to a perfect life. Okay? I'm not entitled to a perfect life. And I'd like you to say that, especially when tough times um, seem like they're prevailing. I'm not entitled to a perfect life. Number two, and this one you can do daily, I just need to get through today. I just need to get through today. Keep telling yourself that when you're having a crap day, I just need to get through today. And the last affirmation is don't lose what you have to what you've lost. Guys, I saw this on uh, a TED talk by a lady. Like, sorry, I can't remember her name. But, you know, 2021 was it did a number on some of us but don't let that rob you of the chance to fully enjoy and savor 2022 because you know what it's a new year so leave all that behind leave all that behind um don't let it don't let it now eat into your 2022 and that's it guys that's our first episode of the year and i'm feeling so proud of it i'm feeling like a mother who's just given birth i am feeling like those are words that i personally needed to hear those are actually if i can be honest with you guys these um words and this episode came from my journaling um my journaling experience so it's very deep and it's very personal for me and i hope it touches you and i really really hope that you guys start off this year well and if you've loved this episode please let me know tell me something in the comment section share it with um, a friend a family member who Who needs to hear these words? And I would love it if you could subscribe so that you could get to follow me on this journey. And we can walk this journey with you. And um, I will leave you with those words. Please have an amazing day. Have an amazing year. And um, I will see you on the next episode. Bye, guys.